This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to Orlando area or Disney Resort free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com and Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. If you can't visit the parks, have the parks sent to you. And by MousePros.com. Let these Disney travel specialists help plan your next Disney vacation. MousePros.com offers free concierge service to help guide you every step of the way in planning your perfect Disney vacation. Let them sweat the details so you can focus on the fun. Visit MousePros.com for a free no-obligation quote. Ask for Tiki Bird Sean or any of our friendly agents. And now, on with the show! Ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 181 for the week of April 9th, 2017. Hello and welcome to Chana Tiki Talk. This week on the show, we have brought on someone who knows a little bit about coffee and is also a Disney fan to boot. I would like to welcome Eric from Trader Sam's Coffee into the Tiki Hut. Welcome, Eric. Oh, glad to be here. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Very exciting to talk to you. Uh, big fan of the coffee, and um, it, you know, it's it's fun. To, you know, personally, I know you now, so that's uh, another interesting aspect. Being you're a local to where I work in local to New Jersey. Right. We're sorry, Eric. <laughs> yeah, we're nothing like him. I'm the cool one of the group. Well, that's what he keeps saying. <laughs> you can send the psychiatric bills in, and we'll see you know if we can get those validated for you. So, Eric, why don't you tell a little bit uh, our audience a little bit about your love of Disney? Uh, growing up, you know, on the East Coast, uh, you know, it was Disney World, of course. Uh, born a few months after uh, Disney World opened, so growing up, it was always uh, trips every couple years or so to Disney World, and then of course watching. Uh, wonderful world of Disney on Sunday nights and catching the old movies and cartoons and everything. And that's what I grew up with. And back in the mid 80s, we my family actually moved down to Florida, down to South Florida. So I got to visit the park a lot more uh, and decided actually wanted to maybe get into animation and uh, cartooning and was headed in that direction. And then, of course, life changes. And here we are now nowhere near cartooning but uh, <laughs> still doing something with you know with, with my love of disney yeah that's good so it's it's really exciting for those who are not aware um trader sam's coffee is a play on well not i i i wouldn't say necessarily play on but um you know that trader sam is located on the the jungle cruise attraction and there's also a bar at the polynesian and also in disneyland which is basically called trader sam's and uh, basically, that's where your inspiration for the coffee had, had come from. So why don't you tell a little bit before we have well, we also have a big announcement to make as well with you. But before you know, we make that announcement, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the background of your, your love of coffee and, and why you started at Trader Sam's? Uh, well, 
Growing up, uh, I was actually more of a tea drinker and experimented a lot with the uh, different uh, teas, you know, finding out fresh tea leaves and stuff are much better than the, the bag stuff you get in the grocery store. And from there, I started experimenting with coffee because, you know, I wasn't a big fan of coffee because most of the coffee I had drank, uh, you know, here and there growing up, didn't really care for it, really wasn't that good. So I said, well, if there's better teas, there's got to be better coffees and started you know, exploring that field and uh, looking at that and got into that in probably my late 20s and, uh, you know, found that, hey, there, there is real coffee out there, not the, you know, the stuff you buy off the supermarket shelves that all taste the same. Um, and there's a lot to it, just like there's a lot to the different uh, flavors and taste of, of, of teas. Uh, so that's where my love of coffee came in. And from there, it, our first uh, foray in, into the coffee business was just as a little side project. Uh, we started Smiling Dog Coffee, which was uh, formed to help friends and family that were in the uh, animal rescue uh, business. They're always in need needs of funds uh, because they do it on their own. It's, it's purely, you know, based on donations. And you know, we said, well, you know, who doesn't love coffee and who doesn't love dogs? So there's got to be some market there for it. And that's kind of how it, it started out. And it was just a little side project and working with a local roaster and learning more about the business of coffee that way through him, who's who's been great and uh, teaching us about the roasting process and, and the coffee business itself. And we started that back in 2014. And we've been doing that a little bit since then. But that was really just a side business until we uh, you know, decided to maybe do something on our own and uh that's how trader sam's was kind of born which is really neat and stuff and i'm a chef so anytime that you know i can can learn about like food and drink and how things are made and, and processed it's always it's fascinating for me how do you, do you like choose your beans and stuff and make sure that the that you find the highest quality beans that you can well there's a lot of different you know growers out there and farms out there and most of the large quantity stuff, you know, that, that you find on the supermarket shelves and even, you know, the, the, the big coffee chains and stuff, they're buying, you know, medium to low grade coffee for the most part and just roasting it all together till it kind of tastes like whatever their, you know, normal roast uh, flavor is going for. Uh, but there's a lot of small farms that are uh, all over, you know, uh, South America, Central America, you know, of course, Africa and Ethiopia, which is where it really started. And you, they just don't produce enough of a higher quality, you know, care when they're growing it to uh, to be able to, you know, grow enough of it to, to supply to the, to the bigger chains. But being a small roaster, a specialty roaster, you have access uh, to these higher quality beans. And there are different grades, kind of like there are different grades of meat. And, you know, the better the, the quality you, you buy, the, the better the coffee, of course, is going to taste. And it all depends how you roast it as well there's you know you can everyone can buy the same type of bean but depending on how it's roasted you can bring out different characteristics and different flavors uh from that bean to uh you know to create your own coffee profile now with your coffee itself you've, you've obviously got so many different kinds of uh brews out there how do you come up with the names along with the the flavor profile and how you match it with the attraction and and give a couple examples just for the listeners so that to get an idea of you know your different tie-ins with Disney on them. Yeah, when we started this, uh, we decided to like I said, go go ahead and we created you know we 
wanted to do a homage to Disney since we were such huge fans of not only the parks, but I'm really a fan of the man himself, of Walt, and have done a lot of, you know, research on him and read, of course, every book that's out there and been everywhere, you know, I, I can uh, that, you know, that he had some hand in. So when we did it, uh, we came up with uh, Trader Sam's because Jungle Cruise is one of uh, myself and my wife's uh, favorite rides. And, you know, it kind of went with, well, you know, he's kind of a, a trader. So that would be a good name for, you know, to, to work with the coffee side of it. And the roaster we were working with has such a large um, quantity of uh, or access to all these naturally uh, flavorings and all the flavors are uh, created from natural extracts and just raw sugars. So there's no chemicals in it. There's no artificial sweeteners. So when you drink it, you don't get that kind of chemical or bitter aftertaste uh, from any of our flavored coffees. Which you'll find so, on most things, if you, especially if you're a curry drinker. Anytime you buy um, anything, coconut, uh, mocha or anything like that, they're all natu- artificially flavored. Very few of them are naturally flavored. Right, because it's a little bit more expensive, and you know, usually the mass production they don't want it. They go for what's you know, of course, cost effective. Uh, so when we uh, they started coming out with these kind of weird flavors and uh, like uh, banana pie for for one of them, I'm like I don't know about a banana pie and coffee, but these were some different ones that were c- some crazy uh, coffee flavors that were we had access to and are coming out. And I'm like, that would instead of doing just normal roast, I think if we play off more of the flavor line uh, to start that would lead really well into the different attractions or what we're trying to pay, uh, you know, a tribute to. And of course, with the banana pie, the first thing we thought of was, of course, the Jungle Cruise. So that's uh, how we first came up with, it was one of our first ones, uh, was is the Skipper's Brew, which uh, we call Jungle Banana Pie. And it is a uh, banana flavored coffee. And surprisingly, it's actually very good. And yeah, it's one excellent. Of our, it's my favorite. Yeah. It's really good. And from there, uh, we had a couple of other, you know, we said, oh, well, that, that'll work for here. Uh, you know, we had a uh, chocolate biscotti, which, you know, kind of lends to more maybe tea drinking. So that's kind of how we tied it into the, uh, the, you know, mad tea party and all. And just kind of played off different things like that. And we were lucky enough. We said, OK, well, now we have some ideas on the coffees. You know, we can come up with these names, do the play on the names with to go, tie in with the coffees. But, you know, we really need some type of artwork or something. I'm, uh, like I said, I gave up artistry and, uh, and drawing a long time ago. So my, my art skills are not up to par. And we came across an artist uh, by the name of uh, Mario Graziati online. And he drew these very Disney-inspired and almost classic attraction uh poster uh artwork that we've seen and so we contacted him and we said you know hey can we use some of these you know on our coffees you know we'll give you credit and everything and he said no i really don't like to give out my you know work that i've done uh but i'll tell you what you tell me what you want and i'll create some new artwork for you and that's how we got started and he's done a lot of our artwork and we've also had a couple of other artists on board as well you know donating their art and time and creating these labels that you know, or we're trying to make like the classic Disney attraction posters. Yeah, they're really well done. I've really enjoyed them. I know that you sell the prints as well, and they're uh, you, like you said, it's you, you do get a classic feel from the labels, and and I right. love that aspect of it. 
And especially now uh, with the newest flavor coming out, which is really exciting for us. And the artwork for this is uh, really, really good. And it really brings it home. And, and uh, you know, when you told me about it the first time, you know, I had tears in my eyes for it. So uh, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners out there what the newest flavor is, what the big announcement is um, from you guys. Well, our newest one, which uh, we thought would tie in well with, you know, the Enchanted Tiki Talk and, uh, like I said, getting to know you, Sean, that uh, the newest flavor is going to be uh, Enchanted Tiki Coconut, which is a Hawaiian coconut flavored coffee. Yeah. And what I love about it is is the picture itself. And that is where... Like you said, that you know that's where tie, that ties everything in. If you get a chance, we're gonna we'll we'll post some pictures on the, on this on our website, and we'll we'll post a, a link to uh, Trader Sam's Coffee's website as well. Is um is the logo itself is is um is a tiki bird, and it's a red tiki bird, and as a lot of our listeners know, the red tiki bird is uh is Alan, and if you look closely on the feathers on the the image itself, you will actually see Alan's name. I'm not gonna tell you how you find it but if you look you can find it it's uh they're very uh, it's a very subtle little um homage to alan so i love that yeah we were uh coming up with that design and uh with uh mario's the one that did the design for that as well and we kind of give our artists free reign and we said hey you know this is what it's going to be a playoff of the enchanted tiki room uh so we definitely want some type of you know one of the birds in there and he actually came up with that right off the bat. That was kind of a first draft. And we said, hey, that, that that's perfect. And then, uh, you know, as a kind of a limited thing, we uh, we also had him, you know, throw that little, uh, you know, tribute in there. Uh, so that'll be on the first uh, limited amount of uh, batches that, that we're brewing up. And they are ready to go now. And so get those some of those first bags then. Yeah, why don't you tell everybody where they can uh, purchase that? Uh, you can go right to our website. It's TraderSamsCoffee.com. And, you know, purchase everything right from there. We ship uh, anywhere in the U.S. and also the U.K. right now. Cool. I'll tell you what. Admittedly, I'm not a coffee guy. I've always been a soda drinker. And you guys are nice enough to send us a bag of the, this coconut one. I did a cold brew on it, which is basically was a four to one ratio of coffee to water. Let it steep for like 12 hours in the fridge and strain it out. And I did kind of like an iced coffee with it. This with some ice and milk and the cold brew coffee. And man, it is fantastic. There's no like aftertaste or bitterness to it. The coconut flavor is spot on. I know that my wife is a big like coffee drinker and she tried some as a straight brew as hot and she really, really loved it. And I tasted hers and it, I'll tell you what, the stuff that you do is top notch. It isn't bitter. It's just really, really good. Well, thank you. Yeah. Like I said, we, it's a quality coffee. So in that aspect, it's great. You can still, you know, make an iced coffee, you know, just brew it right over ice or, you know, make a cold brew out of it. Uh, and like I said, the flavors are not overpowering. We didn't want to no, like you know, hit you in the face with it. It's just a nice subtle flavor that, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that that's what it is, but it's not, you know, overpowering. And it's more yeah, on the I've, lighter side as well. It's definitely a lighter brew. I, I have, I'm a coffee guy. I have to have my cup of coffee every morning to get going. And I've absolutely loved this brew. You know, like you said, you, you've nailed the, the coconut flavor perfectly. It's not overpowering. It's, it's a nice, smooth finish. And, you know, you, you've done a, a great job on that. And 
you know, the homage to Alan definitely is a, a nice touch that's special to all of us. Yeah, all our uh, flavored coffees are just a nice, you know, medium medium blend. Uh, it's a, they're a blended coffee and a medium roast, so, you know, it's not overpowering one way or the other. And we do have, of course, the standard roast as well, you know, like a uh, Colombian, which is a single origin uh, from an estate uh, Colombian coffee. So it's a really high end, you know, Colombian coffee. And we've also got some more coming out. That will be uh, some Ethiopians and some other types of blends for those coffee drinkers like myself. I'm more of a standard coffee drinker, not so much on the flavored side. So we'll be bringing on more of those as well. Cool. All right. So let's take a quick break before we get into the episode. It's time for Scott's Bird on the Fly, Random Walt Disney World Trivia. Hey everyone, I'm down here at Disney Springs. It is Cars 3 Road to the Races preview weekend. We're sitting at the Earl of Sandwich. I've got the Hooper family. I've got Tracy, Ryan, Eleanor, and Addison here. And Edison, they're actually getting ready to head on a Disney cruise tomorrow. So we're going to see how good they are with their Disney trivia. First question for you guys. What was the former name of Disney Springs? Downtown Disney. Easy enough. Told you it's not that bad. <laughs> Number two, name one celebrity chef who has a restaurant down here. Wolfgang Puck. Very good. Third one, what Disney resort is located directly across the lake? Um, Epcot. No, no that's resort. Uh, Caribbean Beach? No. no. Saratoga Springs. Oh, it's only one. You're good. Okay. Fourth one, what month and year did Disney Springs officially open? September 16th. Okay. May of 2016. Oh, okay. We Last one. Let's see if you can get this one. Name the four districts of Disney Springs. Not a clue. See if you can get two of them. I don't even have a clue. I, I... Shopping district, dining district, and... <laughs> You've got West Side, Marketplace, oh. Town Center, and the new landing. I saw Marketplace and a sign. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for coming. Have fun on your cruise. All right. Thank you. Thanks for participating. Thanks. And we are back from break. So with this week's episode, a couple weeks ago, I had sent out a, not sent out, I posted a survey out uh, on our social media sites with uh, 23 questions, I think, 25, 25 questions. And we're going to go over some of, the, some of the responses on here are. I had 218 responses come back, so that's pretty impressive. I'm really... That's awesome. Yeah, it yeah. is. That's, that's a lot. I mean, you know, every it's, I guess it took about two minutes, maybe three minutes for people to fill out. So I appreciate everybody who filled that out, took the time to fill it out. And um, we're going to talk about some of our results here. So on the first one here, uh, favorite park. The first question was favorite park. Now, what does everybody think that the favorite park was? Um, <laughs> the highest percentage. Assuming it would have to be the Magic Kingdom, I would think. That would be my guess. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Magic Kingdom. All right, lowest percentage you think is Magic Studios. Kingdom, <laughs> Hollywood Studios. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it's pretty interesting. So Hollywood Studios came in at twelve percent. Animal, I'm sorry, um, Animal Kingdom came in at nine point two nine point two percent. Hollywood Studios was five point five percent. Epcot. 35.5 and Magic Kingdom was 49.8. Oh, that's not surprising. No, not at all. Yeah. Next one, favorite upscale resort. The options here were Grand Floridian Yacht Club, Polynesian Contemporary Beach Club, 
and Yacht Club was on there twice, but uh, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> it's on there twice. The winner's Yacht Club. <laughs> yeah. I think the Polynesian probably edged out the contemporary. I'm going to agree. I'm going to say probably Polynesian. I'm thinking yeah. pop. I'd, I'd vote for <laughs> contemporary, although I'd say Polynesian, but I don't like the, what they've done to it recently. <laughs> yeah, the Polynesian came in at 56.4%. The wow. Yacht Club was 14 Contemporary was 15.5. Beach Club wow. was 13.2. And the Grand Floridian was 8.6. Wow. So that's that's interesting. That's um, I was shocked when I saw that the Polynesian was just like dominated there. I, I didn't think it was going to be that high. When I've always well, said the Grand Floridian's think... overrated, so that doesn't surprise me of it being low. That the Grand Floridian's overrated? Yeah. Well, but we're always in the minority when we say that. I mean, because I agree with Scott. I don't... I don't like. It. I feel it's it's too stuffy for my taste. But people love that resort, so yeah, it surprises me that it's it's low. Yeah, I think the uh, the Polynesian though is more in the middle of being more family friendly, not as stuffy as the right. uh, Grand Floridian, and a little bit more to do than like the Contemporary. So yeah, I mean that's true. I, I was just surprised it was just that that high. I wonder if the Yacht Club kind of being sort of out of the way has any effect on that. Because the rest of them, I mean, you're right there at Magic Kingdom. And yes, Yacht Club's at Epcot, but, you know, it's kind of off the beaten path a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Not possible. Not on a rail loop, yeah. yeah. So the next one, is Park Hopper a must for you? I, at the You could choose yes, no, or maybe. So, Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> really? I, no. I don't find it a, a value anymore. I think it's better to spend one whole day at each park than trying to commute an hour <laughs> it does take time we're actually in in november i think that's the way we're going there's no park hopper this time so it'll be interesting to to see how that goes but i think for this question i think the overwhelming answer is yes i mean yeah. there's too many people that use it yeah 58.1 percent said yes 27.2 said no and 14.7 said maybe wow i'm actually surprised that maybe wasn't higher than no it's not as high as i thought that the yes would be either i mean that's I think that a lot of people, especially the the folks that don't like travel there as much, I think it's pretty much just if you book the package at the park hopper and move on, right? Without even considering not doing it, I think. It's- All right. So next one, Pandora, the world of Avatar. Is this a must see? Do for you? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. I think it's kind of has to be yes. Unless it's Safari Mike, and then it's a no. <laughs> right, so where do you Everything's think... Everything's a no, though. Yeah. <laughs> people are going to hate the... I mean, people have always said they hated the movie, but when you sit back and look at what Disney is doing and creating an entire land, is anyone truly going to say, I'm going to avoid an entire land because I hated a movie? No, Disney's no, still not. doing it, and they're going to do so much for it. All right, so yes is definitely the answer, but the question is now is where do you think the yes falls in? What percentage-wise said yes? 70 plus. I would 82. say at least 80%. I would say yeah, 80% or higher. Yeah, 70.2% said yes. Hmm. That's <laughs> a little low. I would lose on card sharks on that one. <laughs> See, I would have voted on a maybe if there was a maybe option for that one. <laughs> I should have put that in there. <laughs> Is there any way to see how many times Safari Mark, Mike filled this out? No, I can't. Because <laughs> I can see him swaying the vote on this one. <laughs> Next, Pandora. Which attraction are you most looking forward to? The Flight of Passage or the Nave River Journey? I think the Flight of Passage. 
it's another thrill ride that that park really, really needs. And I think a lot of people are craving the thrill rides now a lot more than the dark ride up with boat passage ones. I'm excited for Soren 3.0, but you can never <laughs> go wrong with a boat ride. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's the boat ride just because we already have Sworn and the whole bioluminescence feel for it. Yeah, and families can all do it. Yeah, it's more of a family ride, and you know you can't go wrong with that. Any type of thing like that, like you know, Jungle Cruise or uh, Pirates, you know, they could do a great, you know, great deal with that. Something you can actually relax on and take everything in. Yep, and that exact that is exactly right. The Nave River Journey is sixty one point nine percent. Wow, wow. Hmm. I'm not surprised at all. Because I, I think that's going to be the more popular one. Like like you guys are saying, it's going to be more family-friendly. I think it's going to be more of an immersive environment. Uh, right. It's going to be one of those things you can ride multiple times and pick out things you've never seen before. Because we all have been on Pirates or, or Haunted Mansion. And how many times did it take for you to see almost everything on those attractions? So I, I just said the, the Navia River Journey has more uh, re-rideability. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the whole... The, the flight of passage or whatever and, and to see what they actually do with the banshee and how that feels and they say you're supposed to be able to feel it breathe and everything but realistically yeah it's just soaring again so yeah i mean i'm i'm excited for it but i would rather you know, do the other one right as long as i don't have to attach my tail to it <laughs> be okay so what are you looking most forward to at hollywood studios toy story or star wars land star wars hands on <laughs> I think, though, for the, the survey, I think Toy Story's going to win. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I still think Star Wars. Yeah, I think Star Wars, but I went Toy Story. Yeah, Star Wars, 68.4% versus 31.6. That was more than double. Hmm. Star Wars is just more recent. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's there's more... It's, there's, with all the new films and everything, people are more um, interested in Star Wars than they are Toy Story at this point. Well, I mean, it covers more of a scope of, you know, you've got your your old people that know Star Wars, the young people that know Star Wars, and Toy Story kind of is in, in between it. So, Which Disney sack, snack is your favorite out of these? There's Dole Whip, Mickey Bar, Citrus Swirl, Mickey Pretzel, or Cupcakes? Turkey legs. No turkey legs. <laughs> I think that the Dole Whip has to take that list. All right. So, yeah, Dole Whip. Yeah. Okay. What was least favorite? Since it's a those? Mickey Bar. What's the least what, favorite? Uh, uh, what least what favorite? were the options again? Dole Whip, Mickey Bar, Citrus Swirl, Mickey Pretzel, or Cupcakes? Cupcake is probably the bottom. Pretzel. I think Pretzel's probably, yeah. Cupcakes, well, let's see. Um, Dole Whip was 42.6. Mickey Bar, 26.4. Citrus Swirl, 8.3. Wow. Pretzel, 17.1. And Cupcakes, wow. 5.6. Seriously? Uh, yeah. Wow. That's a high mark for pretzels. Yeah, it is. And citrus swirl was only 8%? Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I would take that over Dole Whip any day. I would take that over. We <laughs> <laughs> pay <laughs> limits. No. Yes. No. <laughs> is this $100 on top of the normal ticket price? Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> this one was close. The universal model? Really? The universal this is, model? Yeah, this is close. <laughs> sure, why not? So you would really spend a hundred? Who would here? Who here literally would spend a hundred dollars for an all-day fast pass? Oh, literally, no. I probably would no. not. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a short trip, I probably would. 
if you I was going for season and you do your three, and then you just keep using your rolling fourth one, and you'll still get through them all without needing them. All right, listen, Mister Local. Did you? No, uh, but you know, going there enough, I, I don't think it's worth it. Like I said, you can use the normal fast pass and see what you need to see for the most part. But if you're a limited time, you know, maybe only there two days, three days, something like that, and never been there, maybe. I guess it depends on how large you're. If you're going like a family of five, it's a lot of money. Well, yeah, I mean, if, well, yeah, if it, it's a big family, I'd I'd say no. But right. <laughs> Keith would get it for himself. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll see you back in the churro cart. See you later. <laughs> Peace out. I'll leave it. So 51.6% said no, and 484 said yes. That's close. It is That's close. really close. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it would kind of be a 50-50 split. Yeah. The next one. This one's a good one. Would you rather visit Walt Disney World in a blizzard, New Year's Eve, or 4th of July? Blizzard. 4th of um, July. I'll go New Year's. I'll take a blizzard. <laughs> I'm afraid you don't know. be there if it's a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, just like being at home. Right. The, the world has ended if there's a blizzard in Orlando. Exactly. <laughs> it's just an excellent theming for Frozen 2. <laughs> so 47.2% said they would definitely do it in a blizzard. Wow. 37.5 New Year's Eve and 15.3 on 4th of July. Especially if it's like at Christmas time and it's really like like cold and snowy, no, that'd be awesome. No. It would be. No, it wouldn't. no, it would not. <laughs> Snow is never awesome. All right. So the next question is: first, I want to answer. I want you to answer the next question of not what people voted for, but what you think the right que- the right answer to this is. What was Walt Disney's favorite time in the park? Night, morning, or the afternoon? Morning. Early morning. Yeah, I say morning. Yeah, morning. Okay. So that's really that's what you think it it is. Yeah. yeah. I think he liked watching the park come to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he it really he preferred nighttime. That was his favorite time in the park. Oh wow. Um, I thought I had read somewhere that he said that he liked taking morning strolls around the park. He loved to, but yeah. nighttime was when he loved it because that's when the park really came to life. Mm-hmm. So sixty one point eight percent said morning, thirty four point nine said night, and. 3.3 said afternoon. Okay, nobody, nobody likes afternoon in the park. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Meltdown taking cities. a nap in his apartment. Right. In the <laughs> it so, is a nice view from up there, though. It's uh, Yeah, you were in there. Yeah, I was lucky enough to be in there. And like I said, I, that's why I picked morning, because if you could be up there in the morning and watching the crowd come in, that, that's got to be pretty special. Yeah, because that's when um, all the money starts coming in. Cha-ching, you hear the register. Cha-ching, cha-ching. I was going to say, he's just sitting with seeing dollar signs walking down the yeah. street. <laughs> so are you in favor of the Walt Disney World adding a gondola system? So it was yes, no, no or maybe. Uh, maybe. I think no. I was like, I said maybe. Just anything to help out with transportation there. Yeah, I think maybe is going to be, because you got people that are wanting some type of relief from what's currently there, but they're not exactly sure that that's the answer. So a resounding 59% said yes. Wow. 32.3 said maybe, and 8.8 said no. Hmm. I don't agree with the locations of it, but the system itself in general, I think, would work. Right. Of course, for those that are not aware, it's going to go from... The rumor is it's going to go from Epcot to studios to Caribbean Beach and to Pop Center. Pop, Pop right? Yep. yep. Pop, okay. So that's that's the rumor. 
Next, what attraction to Magic Kingdom should be removed or replaced? Your choices are Stitch's Great Escape, Tomorrowland Speedway, Carousel of Progress, Country Bears, or Tom Sawyer Island. Stitch, wow. bring back Alien Encounter. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> nice. One. I said Speedway. That's just a huge piece of real estate that has so much better use. Or the Tron Cycle. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that people would say Tom Sawyer. I was getting ready to say Tom Sawyer just because, to me, if you're going to get rid of something, you want to be able to use it the whole time the park is open and Tom Sawyer closes at what, dusk? Right. right. Mm-hmm. And even when it's open during the day, you can go over there and be the only person within, you know, 100 yards. So I would think Tom Sawyer. All right. So at 0.9% or two votes is Carousel of Progress. Haters. Yeah, you can't take that away. 3.7% for Tom Sawyer Island. Wow, that's low. Four, wrong. 4.2 for Country Bears. No, you can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> I love those dang bears. 22.2 for the Tomorrowland Speedway and 69 for the Stitch's Great Escape. I mean, that was kind of a given. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Disney's already trying to phase it out. Right. Yeah. With it going seasonal. Right. The next one. What restaurant is a must-do on your next trip at Disney Springs? Your choices are Boathouse, Morimoto Asia, Paddlefish, STK, or Planet Hollywood? That's my question. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Boathouse. Boathouse also. T-Rex. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the options again? I'm sorry. Boathouse, Morimoto Asia, Paddlefish, STK, and Planet Hollywood. Um, Paddlefish. So, STK came in at 5.7. Planet Hollywood at 10.9, which is higher than I thought it would. Yeah, same here. Paddlefish 13.3. That's a little lower than I thought it would be. Yeah. Morimoto Asia 20.4 and the Boathouse at 49.8. Wow. Yeah, I would have expected Paddlefish to be higher. Yeah, that's what I thought. I I mean, I'm excited with Boathouse. I mean, I'm excited, would like to try Boathouse, but I mean, I'll be eating bread and drinking water, so... Oh, they have a bread get... service there? Uh, that's all I can afford. <laughs> I'm upset. We've got uh, dining reservations for next Thursday there, and it's at like 4 o'clock, but I don't land back from D.C. until like 8 o'clock at night, so I have to miss it. Oh. Yeah. Don't bring your doggy bag. <laughs> <laughs> It'll still be fine. So which value resort will you never, ever stay at? Sports, movies, music, pop century, or art of animation? Can Sports. I just say all-stars? Period. Nope. Yeah, that's a Sean answer. Um, it's got to be one of the, the all stars. I'll take music for the win, Alex. <laughs> I don't know. See, in music, the one that has a family tweets. Yes. Yeah. So I would. I'll say sports because that's where your cheerleaders are going to be. Yeah, the cheerleaders and Pop Warner and. Yep. That's why yeah. I'm picking it. All right. Movies comes in at four point nine. Art of Animation 6.3, Pop at 6.8, Music at 18, and Sports at 63.9. Not surprising. I stayed at Sports. I didn't have a bad experience there. Yeah, but but Pop Century is like the Grand Floridian to you, so... (laughs) (laughs) Well, sorry, you know, Mr. Scrooge... uh, (laughs) McJersey over there going spending big bucks. I'm not spending big bucks. I'm DVC, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've already spent he's, big bucks. He's already spent the big bucks. <laughs> right. 
So what is your breaking point for a five-day park hopper in which you refuse to spend the money on? 550 to 600, 600 to 650, 650 to 700, or 700 to 750? 7 to 750. What is it now? A five-day? Yeah. Uh, I think it's 450. Um, I'll take B. The 650 to whatever. Yeah, I do 650 also. This is like a split, pretty much. So 21, 21.1 say 650 to 700. 23 say 700 to 750. Um, 600 to 650 people, 28.2%. That's the winner. And then 550 to 600 is 27.8%. So realistically, really anything over, it seems like 550 is people's breaking point. <laughs> so so what they're saying is about another year or two, people will stop buying stuff. Right. Park yep. The next one, do you see Walt Disney World as a good value? Yes or no? No. No, there's no way it's a good value. I'd say yes in the scheme of things. If you look at, you know, what it costs to go to just the movies or anything like that overall. Yeah, I think look at it that way. Yeah. Disney fans will say yes. Um, (laughs) I'm a Disney fan. I'm saying no. Well, (laughs) you're very angry. But you're a sourpuss. Yeah. So So 74.2% said yes and 25.8% say no. Yeah. Okay. I think it's all in how you do it too. I mean, and plus everybody's idea of value is different. It's different so right? I mean, it's hard to you know to judge that. But you know, you can't all be Sean over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm frugal when it comes to Disney. <laughs> okay, it, DVC. Is yeah. Toy Story Midway Mania? <laughs> is Toy Story Midway Mania a must-see attraction? Yes or no? No. no. Yes. I'll say yes, or why else would there be a three-hour line for it? Because <laughs> it's the only ride there. <laughs> yeah. You've got Star uh-uh. Tours. They have the Beauty and the Beast show. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean's favorite, The Little Mermaid. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I forgot he dated her. Yes, I did. Yeah. 68.2% said yes, 318 say no. That doesn't surprise me. Seven no, it's, a, it's a good kid's family ride, but... Yeah, it is. Is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train a must-see for you, yes or no? No. No. No, it's not. I did it once, and I think that I'm I'm good. If I don't get to ride it, <laughs> it doesn't ruin the entire trip if I don't. So <laughs> I say no, I guess. 67.7 said yes, and 32.3 say no. Because it's newer. That's <laughs> I think that's either, probably why. I'll say either that or they have kids where they're the in between where they can't ride Big Thunder yet, but Barnstormer's just, you know, too not enough. Yep. Or people just enjoy it. All three seconds of it. <laughs> exactly. It is true. It is a short ride. Do you enjoy taking the Disney buses to and from the parks? Yes or no? No. Yes. <laughs> it's better than driving. Uh, it's than driving. Uh, I think up. I think it's going to be yes, just because people were on vacation and they don't want to deal with driving and traffic and all that. Fifty nine point four said yes, and forty point six said no. Wow. Hmm. Question. Well, I mean, if I had an option from a, a value resort other than bus, I'd probably say no. But but that's pretty much you know it's what you Uber. got until you get. Nah, <laughs> Yes. Mr. Frugal is going to pay for an Uber. He's not going to pay for parking. I have. <laughs> no, what you do is you start driving for Uber and you take people with you. 
So next one is how much time do you spend in the parks versus hanging out at your resort or Disney Springs? Um, <laughs> this is less than 50%, 50 to 59%, 60 to 69%, 70 to 79%, 80 to 89%, 90 to 100%. All right, Scott, you said you answered this. Zero. How many times did you answer this? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the percentages are all too high to start with. There's a higher percentage at Disney Springs than anywhere else. I'm a pretty much park hound, so I'm always at the parks for the most part. Yeah. When I'm on vacation, before being a local, it was, if I'm at the parks, I'm there open to close. Yeah, Yeah, 70%. Yeah. I was going to say, our last trip in, whatever it was, January, we didn't even actually go to, well, it was still downtown Disney, but we didn't even set foot in there, so. So 34.7% falls in the 80 to 89%. The 90 to 100% is 27.8. The 70 to 79% is 22.7. The 60 to 69% is 8.8. The 50 to 59% is 3.2. And less than 50 is 2.8%. Yes, 2.8%. <laughs> that was all Scott. <laughs> is pool time a requirement while staying at a Disney hotel? No. No. <laughs> Those German festive. Petri dishes. <laughs> Yuck. So 60. 60.6 said no, and 39.4 said yes. That's about right where I figured you'd fall in. Uh, if it was me, I wouldn't even... Yuck. Nope. Best pizza on property. Blaze, Vianopoli, the Boardwalk Pizza Window, or any flatbread pizza? Gotta <laughs> <laughs> be Vianopoli. Napoli. Pinocchio's Village House. Well, that's flatbread. Pop Century yeah. Room Service. Uh, via <laughs> Napoli. I mean, there's no question about that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as much as I like Blaze, there's, uh, yeah, there's no comparison. All right. So 5.3 said any flatbread pizza. 5.8 said the Boardwalk Pizza Window. 24.3 said Blaze. And 64.6 said Via Napoli. Yeah, those poor <laughs> unfortunate souls at the pizza window. I don't know what they're doing, but. All right, I got three left. All right. Would you ride it? It's a small world for 14 hours and only get one 15 minute break for the entire day for an annual pass. Heck yes. Yes. Yep. I'll give up a day for a pass. <laughs> How would you pee? Well, there's water all around you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you're not going to like. Yeah, okay. Stadium, buddy. <laughs> I won't go into the, yeah, <laughs> the specifics. Rain, your depends with you, Keith. You'll be fine. I'd be oh, more yeah. worried about okay. sitting for 15 hours, 14 hours, you know. It's so a slow moving boat. You can get up and walk around. <laughs> yeah. Roll around on it. Yeah. I'd do that in a heartbeat. 59.9. Oh, you could just lay down. You could do that, yeah. too. 59.9 said yes, and 40.1 said no. Oh, wow. So higher no than what I thought. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't. Would you get the whole boat? or? I don't know. Would I wouldn't care. 14 hours for an entire pass for a year? I mean, come on. I don't care if I've got people smashing against me. Okay, You're so... You're in a boat full of Europeans that haven't showered in, like, three <laughs> <No months>. deodorant. <laughs> Bring what, it on. What Disney resort is your favorite? I don't have the, the numbers for this, but you just pick which one do you think is the most popular? Riverside. The Polynesian, again, is probably the most popular. Probably. Uh... Yeah, I would go with Polynesian. Yeah, Polynesian also. Yeah, it's it's the Polynesian. 
So last question. This is my favorite question out of them all. Do you like poles? Yes or no? (laughs) (laughs) It's probably going to be a super high no. (laughs) What type of pole? (laughs) Don't ask that. It's a family show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why I was asking. I mean, you know, there's different kinds of poles. So 85.1 said yes and 49.9 said no. So in other words, there's more poles in your future. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so that that's pretty much it. So I, everybody, thank you for um, responding to the poll. It was interesting to see where some of these things come in at. And if anybody else out there wants to come up with their own poll for us to use, and uh, Scott likes it enough, we might use it. <laughs> and if we don't, it's all Scott's fault. Exactly. Yep. Blame it on Scott. I'll find the sword for that one. So, Eric, thank you so much for coming on the show. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media, on the the, the worldwide webs? Give them all that info. Uh, the website, again, is TraderSamsCoffee.com. And on Twitter, it's TraderSamsCC. And on uh, Instagram and Facebook, it's TraderSamsCoffee. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for having me on. Well, you're welcome. But don't leave just yet because it is the... Enchanted Tiki Lightning Round. Everybody who comes on the show gets the same five questions. So question number one, your favorite Disney park snack? Uh, it, it's got to be the Dole Whip. Favorite attraction? Pirates. Favorite Disney character? Goofy. Favorite Disney movie? Uh, Tomorrowland. Oh, Good really? Choice. Wow. That, I actually I like, like that, that movie. <laughs> I did too. I, got, I, I, I think I, it got I a bad rap. Behind it. A lot of people thought it was too preachy, but I, I thought it was good. Yeah, it was good. Favorite Disney park memory? Uh, it had to be taking, you know, I got three kids, so there's kind of three every time we took uh, one of them for the first time there. Cool. All right, so that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney resort. For more information, please visit kingdomstrollers.com. Check out Mickey Monthly to have magic from the parks delivered straight to your door. Visit mickeymonthly.com for more information. Also, head over to MyFantasyBands.com where you can get customized Magic Band covers for your next Walt Disney World vacation. You can use the code EnchantedTikiTalk20 to save 20% off your custom order at MyFantasyBands.com. Be sure to let us know what you thought about the show. Head over to EnchantedTikiTalk.com or Facebook.com slash EnchantedTikiTalk to leave a comment about the show. You may email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com and leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256 for my tiki that's 256-469-8454 check out our store at redbubble.com or follow us on twitter and instagram at tiki talk podcast lastly if you enjoy the show please take the time to rate us on itunes and you can find me on twitter at one minute disney dream that's one min disney dream mouseworldvacations.com and mousepros.com and you can find me on twitter and instagram at dole whip daily and you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Campbell and on Instagram at Scotty Boy. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at mholly579. Also, make sure you check out Tiki Talk, excuse me, tikitrot.com uh, for our special guest, Eric from Trader Sam's Coffee. Thanks for listening. Alan, it's all you, buddy. Thanks for listening this week for Sean and Keith and Matt. I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. All right, good. <laughs> you almost said y'all come back here, didn't you? You almost did. <laughs> I, mean, I heard it coming. Did I really? I heard it.
<laughs> you paused like it was coming. You were trying to figure out what else to say. Uh-huh. Was... <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Eric. That was really good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, thanks for coming on, and, and thanks for the coffee. Oh, no thanks problem. For, Hope you enjoyed it. putting up with Sean. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't too painful for you dealing with the other guys. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's a fellow, you know, New Jersey, and so I have to deal with him. So <laughs> <laughs> we feel your pain. <laughs> that was a a fun way to do it using the pole. Yeah, it's something different, right? <laughs> I'm still disappointed there wasn't an underwear question. <laughs> uh, Keith, did you listen to last week? Did you listen to last week's episode yet? <laughs> I haven't yet. No, uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm assuming that uh, the reason why that you're asking me and that's it's probably why i haven't listened oh i was just wondering yeah that's all i saw the text messages don't worry (laughs) i put the pieces together no we were just playing yeah bullshit (laughs) watch your mouth it's the family show Edit it out then. I don't care. Oh, Keith. So angry. Matt used to be the angry one, and now you're angry. Throw that E on this episode. It's rubbing off, don't worry. That's what she said. Yeah. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And Mickey Monthly, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando. Or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.